Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of It Ain't Week to Speak. My name is Sam Webb and I'm here to share some of the most epic conversations I get to have with some of the most fascinating people on our planet. Every episode is dedicated to elevating the conversation around mental health because it ain't weak to speak. I'm a massive believer that a conversation could change and save a life for the better. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the last episode of 2023 on the podcast. This is Sam Webb. You are listening to It Ain't Week to Speak. I'm so happy to have you here, seriously, for you guys to show up day in, day out during this year, listening to me, listening to our guests, learning. Time is very valuable, and for that, I'm very grateful for it, and I say it wholeheartedly. I know how grateful and appreciative I am to have free time to do the things that I enjoy and invest my time in to hopefully make me a better person. And I don't take that very lightly when I take other people's time. So thank you. Thank you for leaving comments. Thank you for reviewing the podcast. Thank you for sharing it. We are in so many countries now around the world. We have changed lives for the better and none of it would have been possible without you guys. So Put a big round of applause for yourself and thank you for being a part of this movement, this journey. It's amazing to have you here. Well, there's been a lot of great stuff happening at HQ at Living back in Australia. I can't wait to share that with you in a moment. But before I do, I really want to touch on today's and the final, I guess, topic of this year's podcast series. And this one is definitely going to be very important for you in your life, whether it's a relational, whether it's an everyday conversation that you have, whether it's at work, whether it's in a romantic relationship, it really doesn't matter. This is going to go a long way in your life. Today, we're going to talk about how to have really hard conversations successfully. And there are so many different things that you hear every day, what to say, what not to say, how to say it, how to approach things. But I'm going to break it down really simply for you. I'm going to give you some really simple strategies that you can employ in your own life so you can succeed at having hard conversations better. And you can move the needle on that, whether it's changing someone's life and it might be a very touchy subject, whether it's a relationship breakdown or something you want to talk about, whether it's asking about a promotion at work or whatever that might look like. Very important. Conversations are the foundation of life, I believe, in understanding and being compassionate for other people and where they're coming from. So we're going to talk about that today, how you can have better conversations and succeed at those hard conversations in life. But before we transition into that, I want to share some of the big highlights that's happened at HQ at Living back in Australia. It's been a remarkable year yet again, year on year. The Living team is growing. I'm super proud of the whole team. They're doing a lot of stuff. They're talking at programs around Australia. They're delivering the Living Well, the Living Well Plus in workplaces around Australia. 
schools, thousands and thousands of kids have been put through our Live and Well program, which is really about increasing people's mental health literacy, giving everyday people the basic tools and strategies to be able to have hard-hitting conversations around mental health and how to help someone that might be struggling with a mental health challenge. And these are very, very important tools, I believe, because when I was growing up, I never had them. And that was the I guess the nuts and bolts as to why we started living in the first place after Dwayne passed away, we wanted to do programs because we wanted to teach people the simple skills of listening and speaking and that it ain't weak to speak and how we can give back to people so that they don't have to go through what we went through with Dwayne and what his family will be going through for the rest of their life. So that's where it all started. We continue to deliver the programs across Australia. It's going amazing, all thanks to the sponsors that are involved in Living, who have helped donate and raise money for Living, whether that's your everyday fundraisers, people running marathons or buying the apparel. They all go to help us delivering our message far and wide. So thank you, thank you, and thank you. And one of our big campaigns this year was thanks to a huge thanks, I should say, to one of our key sponsors, the Ian and Shirley Norman Foundation. They helped donate money so that we could deliver a video animated series around mental health called Detective Duck, which we rolled out a couple of months ago, which has garnered a huge success. Wouldn't have been possible without the generous donation from Ian and Shirley. So thank you. I'm going to drop the link to some of those videos in the show notes. So please check them out. They're very short videos, animated series around a duck that goes on this amazing journey. And it ties very much into our mantra, it ain't weak to speak, and mental health and our Living Well program. So you're going to love it. Check it out. On top of that, the apparel keeps selling, the merch keeps dropping, people keep buying. So without all of your support, guys, and this is legit around the world, thank you, you're helping literally break down the barriers around mental health so that people feel comfortable to speak up and seek help and remember that it ain't weak to speak. And that's what this podcast is also called. So thank you for your donations, thanks for your purchases, thanks for your support, and literally thanks for your time, even if it's just investing here with me on the podcast. I hope that you've really gained a lot from myself and our guests, and you're able to take some of this stuff away in your real life and make a real impact and a difference. But like always, please rate, review the podcast. If you like it, let me know of any changes you'd like to see in 2024. If there's certain guests you'd like to see, please tag me, tag them, comment on it leave a review, let me know. I'm always happy to learn, always happy to share. And without further ado, let's just get straight into this last podcast topic of the year. So as you know, the mantra that live and lives by and what I like to try and live by my entire life is it ain't weak to speak. Now, succeeding at hard conversations can be challenging, but with the right tools and strategies, you can navigate them effectively. Today, I want to share a really detailed list of tools and strategies to help you succeed in difficult conversations in life. Now, it might sound easy, but sometimes it's not. We're not all born with the same education, the same listening, the same compassion, the same empathy as everybody else. We're all very unique human beings. So hopefully some of these tools you really can kick into gear in your life if you really think that you need them and enhance your conversations that you're having in life and especially the harder ones. Having difficult conversations is never easy, particularly for those who are conflict averse. Some people don't like conflicts. They just try and steer clear of that altogether. But these difficult conversations are essential for personal and professional growth. Difficult conversations are inevitable in life. They'll always happen at one way or another. You can block them out. You can run away, but they will happen at some stage. 
Okay, and for conflict-adverse people, they can be very daunting and challenging and scary. And conflict-adverse means you tend to avoid disagreements and you prefer not to confront issues directly. And sometimes those issues can fester and grow into something far bigger than what you'd hoped they were. Okay, so if you would rather avoid confrontations and maintain peace, having difficult conversations becomes challenging. However, and I want to make this really important here, mastering the art of these conversations can help you advance really fast and far in both your personal and your professional life. And today I want to share really specific skills that you can use to address these difficult conversations. You might have palms are sweaty, you might be feeling anxious about an upcoming talk or a confrontational discussion with a colleague or a partner, one whose outcome you really can't predict and it makes you feel edgy, jittery, unable to focus on the task at hand during the day or every other day because you're so focused on that talk coming up. Maybe you're planning to talk through something really difficult with someone important in your life, perhaps a status of your relationship or reaction to someone betraying you or you've got to apologize for breaking a promise or letting someone down or doing something wrong. You have to tell a parent maybe that you won't be able to visit. You know, you need to ask your partner to change the way they've been treating you because you just can't cope anymore and it's not becoming beneficial for you as a partner. Or maybe it's becoming much more mundane and boring and your child got into a fight maybe at school and you need to talk to them to help them understand what went wrong. No matter what the purpose of this big, big upcoming talk is, Some things don't change and some communication strategies can almost always help and they can almost always be the same. You've probably heard the old quote, preparation is the key to success and they're not wrong. One of the things that I like to think about when I'm thinking about an upcoming talk or a hard conversation that might be daunting and it might be pretty confronting is I always think about preparation. How can I prepare my best for this conversation? Okay, so Break it down. And again, these are some tools and strategies that I believe that have worked for me and I've done research, I've listened to podcasts, I've read a lot of books and they're quite consistent. So what I'm sharing here is probably nothing massively new, but hopefully I can dumb it down to a point where everyone can just understand it really simply and you can execute it in your own life. But clarify your goals, you know, define what you hope to achieve from the conversation. Understanding your actual purpose will guide the discussion. So if you're going into a hard conversation with a partner because you don't like the way they've been treating you or talking to you or something, define what it is you want to achieve. All right, my goal here, my objective of this conversation is to get them to understand how I'm feeling so that they don't speak to me or treat me like that ever again. Okay, so that could be the goal that you have in mind. Okay, so have that in the back of your mind when you're having the conversation. Gather the information, so collect the facts. Maybe that conversation that you're referring to with your partner was a specific point in time that you can pull examples from. So gather those facts. What did it feel like? Where was it? Was it around other people? How did it make you feel? So you've got those supportive points. Anticipate reactions because everyone's always going to react, yourself included, and even the person on the other end of the line. Consider how the other person might respond. Be prepared for those various reactions. But I always say, and we talk about giving support and giving help to people, right? Yeah, listen, be a great listener, be compassionate and all that sort of stuff. But emotional self-regulation is super important here because I feel like you've really got to manage your own emotions before the conversation to stay calm and focused. Because if you're not calm and focused, you're probably not gathering the right info. You're probably not figuring out or anticipating their reactions. You're certainly probably not following your goal and it could go all over the place. And you might not be listening or being as empathetic as you could be and looking from all perspectives, you know what I mean? So always try and gather composure 
Find composure in yourself. Emotional composure, I like to call it. Really think that's important. Active listening, I think, is very important. We talk about all these different listening techniques and all this sort of stuff. I think active listening is great, but I'd go one step further. And I would say empathic listening. So we often listen with our ears, right? I like to think, let's listen with our eyes. Let's listen with our ears. Let's listen with our heart. You're listening for a full circle here. You're trying to understand how that person might be feeling as well. Give undivided attention. Show the other person you're fully engaged by making eye contact and avoiding distractions. Don't pick up the phone halfway through the conversation. Don't get disturbed or disrupted because it looks like you just don't give a shit. Okay, and the last thing someone wants to do, if it's a really important combo or someone's talking to you about their mental health problems or they've opened up for the very first time about a relationship or their life, something really secretive, and you're not giving them 100%, they're just going to think that you don't care or you're being judgmental. Okay, so try and really be careful with that. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, reflect, repeat back to them what you've heard to ensure your understanding and you're conveying empathy and you're on the right track and what you're hearing is what you're actually taking in so that it reassures them that you're listening. Ask open-ended questions, I think is really important, not just yes, no's, because anyone can answer yes, no, like, did you go to the gym today? Yes. Okay. Do you have a good weekend? No. You know, like encourage the other person to share their feelings and their perspectives. You know, like what did you get up to on the weekend? Or when you said that thing at the party or at that event, how did you think that that would make me feel? Or 
when you said that comment or that nasty comment or whatever it might have been, what did you think the moment it left your lips? Like, did you have any intentions or what were your thoughts? All these kind of things can really help get a better understanding of the situation at hand. Use non-blaming communication styles, you know, like a great template for this might be phrasing it kind of like, when you do X, I feel Y. In other words, simply explain to the other person that your feelings follow their actions, not that they're deliberately causing you to feel shitty or low or bad about yourself or that they're making you feel some particular way. Sort of present your feelings as an unintended consequence that you'd like to avoid and ask for their help in avoiding it. So to do this, you may need to take note of your own feelings before you have the conversations, like I mentioned earlier. Check in with yourself. Try to detect any eagerness to defend yourself. Be aware of feeling angry at the other person. Try and be calm. Remain composed. As I mentioned, emotionally composed is super important here. And work out ways to express these feelings in a very neutral and non-blaming manner. I think you've got to recognize as well that complex interpersonal problems have complex interpersonal causes. In other words, you're going to need to acknowledge your own responsibility for some part of the conflict that you want to talk about, especially if this is what you're asking the other person to do. So be clear about the fact that such issues are never exclusively the fault of one person versus the other. Recognizing that this conflict was caused by an interaction between the two of you and therefore is due at least in part to one of your own errors in judgment So you're not really just directing insult at them. You're not provoking and you're not just directly accusing someone. Be open is basically what I'm trying to say here is be open about the problem, okay? But do so without blaming the other person for it. I always like to take responsibility and accept criticism if it is off topic. So acknowledge your own mistakes. Before you go into a talk, make a mental list of the things you're prepared to own up to. Don't limit yourself to the ones you can find yourself. There may be some you haven't even noticed. If you want to work out a problem, don't assume that the other person is the only one who needs to change because 99.9% of the time, it's a two-way street. Phrase request toward the positive. So describe the changes you'd like to make. As I said before, you might be in a relationship breakdown or it might have been a comment set at an event or a party and it made you feel shit about yourself. Describe the changes you'd like to make. Rather than simply complaining about what happened or what you noticed, You'll be saying essentially the same thing, but in a way that goes down much more easy. For example, our relationship is shitty these days, contains effectively the same information as I want it to be easy for us to spend time together, but the latter is much less likely to make someone else feel defensive and come back and retaliate on a fighting argument. Keep in mind too, sometimes you don't need the other person to agree with you. You may only need to get your opinion out there in a neutral, well-reasoned way so that They can at least hear you and say it and consider it later in the fullness of time, even if they're defensive when you first bring it up, which is likely to happen. After all, if the other person becomes upset or takes your critiques personally, perhaps their reaction proves your point. The opposite can be also true. If you're criticized in a way that makes you angry, your hurt feelings might mean the remark has some truth to it. So don't expect an immediate behavior change or a full admission of guilt. You may have to accept being less right than you think you are. So don't feel the need for a total victory here. It's not about that. It's about having hard conversations and succeeding at hard conversations. I never said you need to win at all these conversations. It's not about that. It's about internalizing and winning internally. Okay. And I'm going to bring this point up again because I think it always is so important and we often overlook it because it's a simple thing that we just do almost every time we talk or listen is listen. Don't forget to listen. This might be the most important communication strategies on the list. When you open up a difficult conversation, be aware that it might go in an unexpected direction. 
Be sure to take some time out from trying to make your point so that you can really hear and understand what the other person is saying from their perspective. Use empathy. Try and put yourself in their shoes. They're coming from a place because their brain is wired and their reasoning and they think a certain way. And that could be shaped by past experiences. You guys aren't going to see black and white the same way. And that doesn't originate in the same place for almost all of us. We're all brought up so differently. We have unique experiences which shape the way we think. Okay, so slow down, try to take their point of view and catch yourself before you react defensively to anything that you hear. Okay, these are some of the tools and strategies that you can have and adopt to, I guess, succeed in really hard conversations. And that could be across life, okay? Struggles, opening up about your own mental health or your own health journey, talking to a loved one, speaking to someone about something confrontational. Try and keep some of these things in mind when you're having those hard-hitting conversations because it could be a difference between progressing in that relationship or that discussion and maybe, maybe never having that conversation ever again or maybe never seeing that person again because it just didn't work out. Keep that in mind. Remember that having hard conversations is hard. I'm not saying it's easy, but these are some tools that you can have to make them easier for you. I love all of you guys. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for being a part of the 2023 podcast series. Thanks for being here from the very start. If you're new to the podcast, I hope that you've gotten here and you've learned at least some things that you can use in your own life. That's what it's all about. I can't wait to see you guys next year. We have a lineup of guests that is insane. I can't wait to have them on the podcast. But until then, you're going to have to have a great Christmas. Please look after yourselves. Practice a shit ton of self-care. If you're ever in doubt, like I always say, reach out. The team at Living are always helpful. We'll point you in the right direction to get the support that you need. Like always, remember, it ain't weak to speak. Love you, take care, and I'll see you in 2024. Thank you for listening in to another episode of It Ain't Weak to Speak. Please subscribe to the show and help us climb the charts so that we can attract new listeners and change more lives. If you found something very useful in this episode, please share and spread the love to as many people as you can. Don't forget to leave a review or a comment so that we can grow this community together because a conversation can save a life. If you want to continue this chat, please join me on the podcast Facebook group at living.org. I can't wait to share the next episode with you. But in the meantime, we're going to the top. And remember, it ain't weak to speak. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.